Today's scripture reading is from the Gospel of John, the first chapter, verse 1 through 8. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. This is the word of the Lord. We are continuing our seasonal sermon series. Uh, This is now the second uh, out of five sermons. sermons or messages from the first chapter of John's gospel. Uh, and really what it, what it deals with is the, the whole of the human dilemma, you know, as we shared last time. Uh, how did I get here? What's my purpose? And where am I headed? How did I get here? What's my purpose? And where am I headed? And as I uh, distilled that down to really just two touch points, uh, who am I and why am I? Who am I and why am I? Uh, see, but, but as, I, as I cautioned uh, and I wrestled with, I appreciate Pastor Nate uh, saying, well, I'm glad, Pastor Meeks, that uh, you, you were first out of the box uh, uh, dealing with First uh, uh, John, uh, or the, the first chapter of John, because when you really try and unpack and wrestle with uh, something so... Uh, incomprehensible it's just it's just wow Uh, you can't you would be hard-pressed to understand a book if you crack the book and start reading from the middle of the book you know maybe you're a better person than I am and you can actually figure it out seems like a whole lot of uh, unnecessary uh, uh, effort but if you were to actually start from the beginning well where was the beginning in the beginning well when was the beginning it was in the beginning well, see, even in that, that, that presupposes a point, a period in, the, uh, in time, that there was a, a point when there was no beginning. But really, uh, with the author and what we have to really try and wrap our minds around, there was no beginning as we know beginnings. There was always a beginning. There was always God is preexistent. So, so, so why are you stressing on this? It's like, can't we just, just move on? Again, our behavior will reflect our knowledge of who we say we're tied with. Again, I use as an example. Uh, if I, if I, I love my wife, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a slow learner, but I am a learner, uh, that, you know, after a while you figure out that, and she lets me know, uh, you know, this is what I want, this is what I don't want. <laughs> You know, you can save your money on flowers. You can spend a little extra on food. You know, if you, if you really want to uh, be in a right relationship with me, it's the same thing with, with God. It's the same thing. As we, as, we, as we understand him, as we draw close to him, then, then, then we say, oh, I, I, I know daddy won't like this. He will like this. Yeah, I, and, and, and the Holy Spirit speaks to our heart and, it, and, and we get those points of confirmation and, and we know, uh, we, we know um, in the beginning. So again, as we shared last time, all four Gospels began by placing Jesus within a historical setting, um, but it's John that gives this theological 
overarching, this big, uh, you know, this in the beginning was the Word. So, so just, just to, again, to recap where we were at. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. Uh, As one theologian writes, it's almost as if John had said, I want you to consider Jesus in his teaching and deeds, but you will not understand the good news of Jesus in its fullest sense unless you view him from this point of view. See, otherwise we're, we're, we're preconditioned particularly at this time of year, to, to see little manger scenes and get all weepy-eyed. And I, I mean, they, they, I don't know, Pastor Meeks, you're such a killjoy. No, 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 I don't, don't, I, I don't mean it that way. But, I, but if you think for a minute that Jesus, the Christ, Emmanuel, God incarnate, uh, is a little baby in a manger with straw and a little pig and a cow, it's like, oh, no, 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 that's not where he's at. No, that's how he came. But he didn't, he didn't start there. He, he, his beginning was with the Father, and he has no end. And right now, he's seated on the right hand of God, right now. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So again, the, 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 when, it, when John presents the word, the word, logos, uh, in the Greek, what he's, 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 he's really, uh, and again, I don't mean any harm to little birds, but he's taking one stone and like, like clobbering three birds all at once. He's dealing with the academics. He's dealing with those that, that, that the Greek uh, academics that, you know, they may be pantheists. They're not, they're not, they're not actually, uh, 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 they don't have a theology of God, but they, they see uh, God-like behavior in trees and grass and all those types of things. It's like, okay, well, see, the word to them is the order. It's the thing that holds things in order. It's, 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 it's that, that, that glue that keeps the universe spinning the right way. And so for the Greeks that actually are God-fearers, then he's like, well, I'm dealing with you too. See, because then you have a, you have a, 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 a semblance of an of a understanding of who God might be. You don't understand the God that we know and understand, but you know there's got to be somebody bigger than you. Well, that's the word. And then obviously, as we shared last time, for the Jews, it's like, okay, you guys ought to know. You You know. The word and the word was it was that 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 holy part of God that wasn't a hundred percent God. It's, it it was it was God, but it wasn't God, and they they, they had a, a an incomplete view of, of Jesus and His incarnation when He was to come, and that and that's what John is saying. Okay, now all the things that you were you were thinking about, God's word, you know, God's word stands. It's it it stands on its own. Yeah, God, but God's word there, and it stands too. Uh, but, but see, you guys didn't understand that this word, I'm, I'm introducing you to who that word really is. And so that was, that's, it's like, man, this is, this is like crazy, stupid. This is, just, this is just really difficult to grasp. And John, in his, in his uh, wonderful way, in, in just a few verses, unpacks all of that and presents it. It's like, oh, I see the word here. I see the word here. And so he's addressing all these, these, these disparate groups and introducing 
him uh, to them. In him was life, this word. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So we ended last time uh, when we just put forward uh, with the thought, that's quite a beginning. What a way to, that, that's definitely an attention getter when you're, when you're writing a book. When you, you throw something out like that, it's like that ought to be compelling. That ought to be something I want to read and, and, and dive deeper on. So with this as the beginning, John uh, begins to provide additional detail about this beginning. And he starts in verse, and he continues in verse 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. See, in the fifth verse of the first chapter of the book of Jeremiah, the prophet writes uh, about God's word to him, to Jeremiah. He said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Just kind of as a, just a real quick parenthetical. God knows you completely. And he didn't wait until 2014 to, to know you. I knew you before you were conceived. I knew you before your parents were conceived. I knew you before I spoke anything into existence. And so when we start to roll back the tape, then it's just like, oh, okay. Well, see, part of that problem is it becomes so, so out of this world that it becomes hard to believe and hard to apply to our lives because we're so, we're so, we're so fleshy. We're so right now, microwave right now. And God is saying, I knew you before you knew you. I knew your situation before you got in your situation. I knew you before you turned right when you should have turned left. I knew you, I knew you. That's the God we're dealing with. And there was a man sent from God whose name was John. There, there's this man named John, before John was John, uh, that God said, I got a special plan for this guy. I, I, I've, got, I've got special orders for him. So, special orders for you too? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, I, I share with particularly our young adults. Uh, you are able to reach a generation and people that uh, we will never be able to reach from this position. Wait, what do you mean? Is this, look, I'm, I'm telling you that you have circles of influence and people that you roll with, people that you work with, people in your community, that the only Bible, the only, the only exposure to Christ that they will ever see is you. That's why, as I was sharing with someone earlier this week, well, you know, I would prefer not to be in this situation, geographically speaking. But as I shared with them, I share with you. God has you here for a reason. You are on assignment. Well, I don't, I don't typically care for the assignment, we just dealt with that with Jonah. So, see, see, God has you where he has you. Now, now that's, that's, that's assuming you're not headed to Tarshish. Now, now, don't, 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 don't. Well, you know, I, I didn't really want to be here, so I did this. And so, so you're saying God has me here? No, that was you being in, in rebellion to God. But if we are in obedience to God and we want to scratch our head, why am I here? Why am I in this situation? Why am I on this job? Why am I in this relationship? 
It doesn't seem like it's doing too much for me. God has you where he has you. If that's where God puts you. Now, if you put you there, then uh, ignore everything I just said. So God has a special assignment for this person named John. As we read in the Gospel of Luke, uh, there was an announcement about uh, John's birth. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him. See, this is how special John was for the fulfillment of God's plan. And, you know, ultimately it's like, you're, you're special too. Now, we won't be announcing Jesus' birth, uh, but we'll be doing a lot of announcing. Uh, then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. You know, angels tend to uh, kind of do that to folks. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. You are to call him John. That's quite an announcement. Boy, yeah, we get these little cheesy birth announcements and stuff like that. <laughs> Nalo's was wonderful. <laughs> Why am I looking at you saying this? We get those cheesy birth, birth announcements. <laughs> and it's like, this is a birth announcement. You get an angel saying like, bam, here you go. This is, this is a, see, 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 he was visited to, to uh, Zechariah, a priest was visited by an angel to let him know you're going to conceive and have a kid and he's going he's gonna to have some mad skills. He's going he's gonna to be the, the, the way maker for Jesus. He's going to, he's going to prepare the way. Uh, but if, we, if, if you read that, that first chapter of Luke, there was a problem. It said both he and his wife, Elizabeth, he didn't just say they were old. He said they were very old. They were well beyond their ability to conceive and have children. And not only that, Elizabeth, even before they got to be very old, it said Elizabeth had a problem conceiving. She, 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 just, she, just, she was just created that way. Well, Zachariah didn't, uh, he's a priest now. He's a priest. But he had, he's like, ha ha, yeah, right. Now, how's that going to happen? Well, the angel didn't, didn't, didn't cotton that well too well. And it's like, okay, because of your insolence, because of your lack of faith, uh, I'm going to strike you uh, with inability to speak. So how do you like them apples? I, I, you don't know who you're messing with. <laughs> reminded me of uh, what uh, my grandkids, they say the darndest things they do. Uh, uh, but, but, but as they were dealing with Ema, that's their grandmother, uh, it's, 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 and Ema, in her, in her exasperation, she said, uh, you don't know who you're messing with. They didn't have a clue what she really meant, but they just responded back, I don't know who I'm messing with. <laughs> No, you don't. You, you don't. You don't. No, you really don't. And we, we that are close to the light, we have a better understanding than most, but even our understanding is incomplete. When we, oh my goodness gracious, if we could just tear back the curtains. When we, you know, and I, and I, and I laugh, I really do, because I used to be there. It's like, well, when I see God, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. You know, I, I'm going I'm to tell him this wasn't fair, this wasn't right. It's like, you know, all I have to do is look at the end of Job, and he tried that, you know, and he's just like, you know what, I'm going to shut up, I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So I know when I see God, all I'm going to just say is, thank you. Just thank you. Just thank I'm glad I'm here, you know. <laughs> you got a broom, it's like, let me, <laughs> I'm just happy to be here right now. I'm just happy. See, but, 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 but we don't fully grasp. That's, that's why I just appreciate John's writing. So anyway, what's your point? Well, my point is God can and he will do whatever he chooses to do. Whatever it is. This is, this is, this is, this is the, the, the magnificence, the, the magnitude, the, the incredible expanse that is God. Well, you know, I got more month than money. I, God's got that. Well, I've got, I've got these health issues. God's got that. He's got, he's, it did, well, does that, does that mean I'm going to get uh, 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 an extra pot of money? Does that mean I'm not going to have the disease I have? No, 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 no. That's, that's, I'm, I won't presuppose God's will on you. But what I will know, what I, what you will, I will note, and I, I share with you now, God knows where you're at, and he knows exactly what you're dealing with. He can, and he will do anything he chooses. So, as the angel said concerning John's role, uh, he will go on before the Lord. He will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. As John the disciple, now the writer of the, the first chapter of the Gospel of John, in the seventh verse, starting the seventh verse again, he said, he came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. Two things. I'm almost done, actually. But two things raised about John in, in, here. First, he came as a witness to testify concerning the light. And again, this, this wonderful imagery of light coming against darkness. Um, he came as a witness to testify concerning the light. Witnesses, what's your point? Witnesses are no good unless they can speak accurately about the subject. Amen. What's the point of a witness? I mean, it's just even, even now, the currency of today and, and who saw what and what they saw. And it's just like, You've got things that are antithetical to one another. <laughs> it's a funny thing. It's not too different from the body of Christ, uh, or at least people professing to be in the body of Christ. Right. So they say, well, you know, uh, God wants you to have a chicken in your pot, a car in your garage, and all your bills paid. Hey, that's, that's God's, it's like, seriously. Is, is that, it? and then you get others that say, you know, God desires our lives to be laid on the altar, present our bodies living sacrifices. Well, those two things are antithetical. They, they both can't be true. So, so, so what are you, who's testifying and what are they witnessing? Who, who's testifying and what are they witnessing? So, it's, it's been shown how people can see the same thing in their minds. Uh, they can see the same thing in their minds, but reflect and witness about two, it's like, did we see the same thing? Well, the person was bald and uh, he was six too. No, uh, it wasn't a he, it was a she, and she had a lot of hair and she was five five. You both can't be right. So, so to, to, he came as a witness 
to testify concerning that light. The second point. Look at what he, he was a witness concerning that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He himself was not the light. What's your, what's your point? They say that, whoever they are, uh, that the, one of the hardest positions to play in an orchestra is the second chair. Be it the violin, the oboe, or whatever. You know, for those of you that are in music, you, know, you might be able to attest. It's like, you know, I've been second chair all my life. And you know what? I was better than the first chair. And they just didn't recognize me for my goodness. I'm really first chair material. And that first chair, they're not that good. John didn't do that. See, John recognized, John recognized he was second chair. See, a lot of us haven't quite gotten there. <laughs> We're works in progress. Uh, look, I'm a little better than that person. Why shouldn't I be there? I should be in that position. I just, it, God knows where you're at. He, know, he, he, cre he, he created you. He gave you the ability to have degrees and knowledge and abilities. And why am I sitting here shuffling paper when you know I should be uh, in the big chair with my feet on the desk giving orders instead of taking orders? I'm, I'm, I should be first chair. No, no, no. See, as, as, as one writer put it, lead players by nature must be confident and consistent in their performance for the rest of the section has to know where to hang their hat. Second part players are expected to be flexible and constantly adjusting to changing uh, situations. See, just think about the, for those of you, uh, maybe it was last night, you went to a concert or something like that. If it's, if it's, a, if it's a concert of any, oh, got a witness. Uh, if, it's, if it's a person of any, any stature, they just don't come out there cold, and it's like, okay, you know, I'm out here, and I'm ready to, I'm, I'm ready to, it's like, no, you got a, you got a warm-up act. You got someone to, to get the audience in the mind to receive the information that's getting ready to be presented, be it a, if, it's a, if it's music or a comedian or something, but something to prepare the audience. Well, that's what John's role was. To warm up the crowd, if you will. To, to create in them uh, 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 an awareness that you're going to need Jesus. You don't know it yet, but you're going to need him. See? See, you're, you're, you're in this situation. You're in this situation where there's the, you're, you're under the boot of the Roman Empire. And you're looking for relief, physical relief. You're looking, I don't want to be in bondage. I don't want to be enslaved. I don't want this. I just, we're God's people. Man. We're, we're supposed to have the best of everything. And so you're looking for redemption, to borrow from the song, in all the wrong places. You, you know the message God sent to the people of Israel announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened through the province of Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached. John laid the foundation for Jesus to follow. He knew his role. He knew what he was called to do, and he did it. He knew what he was supposed to do, and he did it. Beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached. See, 
we have to recognize our role, be it in the body here or in, at home or on the job or where. Your role may never be widely known. You may never get the accolades you believe you deserve. You may never get it. And, the, and we can't look at it it's like, well, isn't that a shame? That's, it's too bad. It's like, who knows? And I'm sure some of you really smart people do know. Uh, who led Billy Graham to Christ? I don't know who that person is. See? Most people don't know who that person is, but they know Billy Graham. Almost finished. My father planted close to 30 churches in his lifetime. Close to 30 churches in his life. That was, that was his ministry. That was his giftedness. Uh, my mother was right there. Right there. Uh, experienced 12 pregnancies, delivered uh, nine kids. Uh, just right there, holding the family together. So, who had the greater ministry? Who, who had the greater ministry? Oh, well, your dad, because he planted uh, 30 churches. Dad couldn't have planted the churches if, if, if mom wasn't there doing what she was doing. Right, 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 right. See, we have the wrong perspective. It's like if, 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 if the camera isn't on me, then, sometime, then somehow it's just like I, I got a problem with that because all eyes aren't on me and people aren't, aren't saying, at a boy, at a girl, you're doing a great job, boy, a boy, a boy, a boy. As opposed to quietly, diligently, faithfully, doing what God has asked you to do, and you may be the toe in the sock, in the shoe that nobody ever sees. See, our ego gets in the way. Our ego gets in the way. And we have to constantly guard against it. Because the time, when we, the day we think that we're humble, we're not humble. See, that's the funny thing about humility. Oh, you know, I've been pretty humble lately. No, you're not humble now. You're arrogant. Humility doesn't, doesn't acknowledge its humility. Humility is. You just are. You just are. Oh, see. But when we serve, and my wife always quotes this, providing service is unto the Lord. When we, when we do it in that way, in whatever role he places us, we can respond as uh, the writer John did later in this first chapter, uh, quoting John, the, the forerunner of Christ. I baptize with water, John replied, but among you stands one you do not know, because it's my job to let you know. He is the one who comes after me the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. See, John was very clear. He knew his role. He knew what he was. He wasn't the entree. He wasn't even an appetizer. He wasn't even the first course. He wasn't dessert. He was, he was the person who was tasked. He, didn't, he wasn't in the chef. He wasn't cooking anything. As, 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 as one of my uh, professors, seminary professors said, it's like, your job is to serve the food. That's your job. Serve the food. You ain't cooking nothing. It's already been cooked. Just don't stumble when you take it to the table. See, 
how, the real question is, the takeaways, how comfortable in the role God, how comfortable are we in the role God has given us? See, is being a Christ follower simply a means to my personal ends? Do I follow Christ? Do I do, I, do, I do what I do because I am personally self-actualized by it? That I, that I it's like, you know what, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm a, uh, I, I do this by day, but on Sunday I'm this, and so I do this because, you know, people love me, and they, they, they say nice things about me. Seriously? Is that, is, that, is, that, is that why we are called to be Christ followers? So, as I shared previously, how we respond to Christ is a reflection of what we see. How we respond to Christ is a reflection of what we see. It's interesting that the text reads, he came as a witness to testify concerning the light. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might, be, might believe. So the question becomes, basically, what do we see? What do we see? What, what do you see? What do I see? Uh, do we see Jesus? Do we? Or do we see something else? Maybe we see ourselves. Or maybe like the, 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 the not the nursery rhyme, but the, the fairy tale where the, the witch would look in the, in the mirror and say, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? It's not you. I don't like that answer. So let me take out Snow White. Let me, let, let, me, let, me, let me fix the situation so that I can see me the way I want to see me. See? Or maybe I should ask, if we were placed on the witness stand to testify concerning Christ, what would we say? What would we say? What, 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 what would we say? Oh, Life's pretty challenging. They say Jesus is a way maker. I don't know. You know, cat ran away. Dog's sick. Life's pretty grim right now. What would we, what, we're on the stand testifying about the one, the Christ. What would we say? Let me help you out. You say it every day. You've said it today, you said it yesterday, and you'll say it later on this afternoon. Well, wait a minute, I'm not going to be, I'm not, if you use words or not, you will testify. You will be a witness for him, one way or the other. You know, and as I close, uh, you know, some of the people that are, are just shocked, it's like when we, uh, when we reveal ourselves as Christ followers, she, you go to church? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I ne- implied I never would have known. Because your testimony concerning what you've seen doesn't reflect a very close or accurate relationship. So what do we, what do we see? What do we witness? Let's bow.